0: Hey everybody, Joe McCall here. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. This is a special little edition of the podcast that I'm going to do for you. And I don't even have my professional mic. I'm actually on my laptop here in my bedroom. We have a sitting area in our bedroom and I'm just sitting here. I just got off a coaching call and I had one of our clients um, talk about a potential deal that they're looking at and had some questions about finding buyers for the contract of this deal. And so I walked through how I would find a buyer for this contract, somebody who I could sell this contract to. And by the way, we were also talking on this coaching call about listing and brokering deals if you don't have your license, which you cannot do, correct? Um, so this student has every intention of buying this house, um, and they have the capability to buy it. In fact, as we were going along talking about it, she's probably going to buy the house fix it up a little bit, put a tenant into into it, and then sell it. Uh, She'll be able to get a lot more money that way doing that. Um, So the discussion went into, all right, well, how do I find somebody, if I decide I don't want to buy this house, I want to sell the contract, how do I find somebody that I can sell this contract to? Um, Because when it comes to wholesaling, right, you should always be advertising the contract, not the house, okay? But anyway, so... um, I had a phone call here. Let me shut that off. So looking at this now, um, I'm going to walk through kind of what I was telling her to do. Now, this is a house in the uh, St. Louis area. It's in a rough area. This is, this is an area where um, you got nice little brick bungalows, right? Um, but a lot of these houses that need work are going to sell in the five to $10,000 range. Okay? This is a good area, um, but probably not the best. You're going to find, what I mean by the best is not a lot of people will buy a home to live in the home. If I scroll out a little bit, it's in Pine Lawn. Um, So homes here rent for $700, $800 a month. Um, Very small percentage of homeowners. I'm going to guess probably 75% of the people that live here are actually renting their house okay so this is a good landlord community Um great place to own rental properties and get a really high return on your investment um, it's 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 i don't know if you would uh, classify this neighborhood probably as a c neighborhood a being really expensive f being really really bad this is probably right in the middle okay so what I i suggested several things to um my client. The first thing I did is I went into list source, and this client actually has access to the MLS. Um, so if you don't have access to the MLS and you're looking for buyers of your contract on a certain property that you have in a contract, then um, a great way to find buyers if you don't have buyers already is to find out who are the investors that own or recently purchased property in that area. And one way to find that is through ListSource. You go into ListSource, you log into your free account, you go in here to Investor Foreclosure Services and Absentee Owners. And what I like to do is I like to go to Zip Plus Radius. Okay, I'm gonna put the zip code in here. And let's do two mile radius. Click Add. This is gonna give me all the absentee owners within a two mile radius of that zip code. There's 3,600 of them. Okay. Um, You could even say only in this zip code, doesn't have to be radius, right? Then we're gonna go to. let's go to next and if you wanted to you could go in here and say alright only do the uh, people that own residential property apartment, duplex, triplex, quad and single-family residence. If I add that in, it's gonna drop that down from 3600 to 3000. All right. You could say then, "All right, only show me the investors who bought the property for under 50,000 that drops it down to 2,700. And if that list is still too big, then you could scroll down and say, all right, only show me the ones that bought in the last 12 months. I scroll up, just in the last 12 months, there's 184. Perfect, right? Maybe that's too many, but let's just go with that for now. I'm gonna click Next. And then I'm gonna say Corporate-Owned Properties, no preference, because I want the Corporate-Owned Properties. So now there's 500, maybe that's too many. So what you can do is you can go back and you know, change this to a one mile radius. Uh, maybe instead of 12 months, do the last six months right here. Do the last six months, but you want a couple hundred. I think 250 would be a good number, right? So these are absentee owners. And by the way, when you purchase this list, I'm just gonna pretend like I'm purchasing it here. Uh, you could say remove duplicates right here, remove duplicates. That's gonna drop that number down from 500 to probably 300, I'm gonna guess, 350, all right? There's 350 investor buyers that bought a property in the last 12 months within a two mile radius of the zip code. Do You think that list is valuable? Only 28 bucks, okay? Now they may be cash buyers, they may have borrowed money, doesn't matter. They're investors who purchased properties in the last 12 months in that area, okay? So what do you do? You send them a letter. And let me give you one of my favorite letters. I talked about this in original, in a podcast a long time ago. And I got this from a guy named Pete Scorus we, we interviewed, you should listen to this podcast. It's about three years old, but this is a letter he always sent out and I've been using it ever since, it's great. This is the yellow letter you send to recent investors. Okay, now I have a version two, because again, you wanna be careful about um, advertising a house that you don't own yet, okay? So this is a yellow letter, handwritten. You're going to send this to those 250, 500 buyers, investor buyers in that neighborhood. Urgent notice in red, underlined, bold, okay? And with exclamation points and stars all over it. I desperately need to sell a contract I have for a property at 123 Main Street. I've had this on the market for some time now, and I can't wait any longer. Take a drive by, call me, and I will tell you more about it. The title is clear, taxes are paid, condition is good, and I need it sold today. You know, and if you cuss, you know, say something like that, right? Um, You got to make this personal. Drive by, call me, and make me a cash offer right now. I am desperate. Joe, put your phone number in here somewhere, right? So that's going to get your phone to ring. That's going to get your phone to ring. Send that letter. What you do is you get that in a yellow letter, crumple it up, fold it, and mail it handwritten envelope, crooked stamp, this is going to get calls, okay? And the cool thing about this, it's going to get calls and they'll tell you what they would pay for it. By the way, when you're talking to these guys, drill them. Don't let them hang up unless they tell you what they would pay for it. Be persistent. Be a jerk. Listen, I appreciate you calling me. Thanks so much. Uh, Tell me why you wouldn't want to buy this. Well, I don't know. I just... It's not in my area. It's not my company. You know no, but tell me, like, what would you pay for this property? Well, I, you know, I don't know. I'm telling you, they're going to do this to you. Say, well, listen, if I, if I sold it to you, if I, if I told you I wanted a hundred dollars for this contract, would you buy it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, if I told you I wanted a hundred thousand dollars for this contract, would you buy it? Uh, no. All right. So you just got to play, you know, play that game a little bit. But you want to find out from them why they would not buy it and what price would they buy it for. Okay, so if they wouldn't buy your contract, well, find out why and find out what price they would f- pay for that contract. And then maybe you need to go back and renegotiate with the seller. This is super, super critical. Okay, if you don't have a buyer's list, this is one thing you can do. Now, the other thing I did with this client is we walked through, I have access to the MLS, which I recommend everybody become licensed. That's my recommendation. So there's ways in most MLSs across the country you can go in and find using Core Logic, something like this, you can get this list yourself without having to pay for it. And it's really simple. Um, I went into Reallist, and so our MLS has access to Reallist. And I won't walk through all of this because it's different for everybody, but I just put in, in this zip code, owner occupied no, the recording date was in the last six months and I found 215 right here, okay? And you can go into these and you can contact the owners of those properties. If I open this up, okay? And by the way, you can export that list and I can see that the owner's name, here's KJ Property Group, they're out of Columbia, Missouri which is about three, four hours away. And I can look them up online, maybe get their phone number, maybe call them. And I can go down here and I can see a bunch of information about the property. I can see that they bought it in December about uh, what, two, three months ago. And how much did they pay for it? Somewhere in here, I don't wanna waste your time. Uh, You can see how much they paid for the property Um, So I'm sure you guys have already seen it. So it says NA, which is interesting. So maybe it was just a quick claim deed. Regardless, um, call up, send them a letter. Tell them you have this property here, okay? So you can take that list and uh, close report. You can export all five, 200 of these, right? And export them and send them a letter. The other, there's a couple other things you can do. You ready? You ready for some gold? Uh, If I was doing a Periscope, I would ask you to double tap. Double tap. If you don't know what Periscope is or what I'm talking about, check it out. It's pretty cool. Which, by the way, I'm going to start doing more Periscopes. So follow me on Twitter. Ready? Periscope.tv slash JV McCall. I'm going to start doing more Periscopes and answering your questions. Uh, I have a whole whopping 382 followers. (laughs) All right. So uh, I do these live broadcasts. I'm going to be using Facebook Live and Periscope answering questions. So follow me. This is my Twitter, JV McCall. And uh, I'm not on Twitter a lot. I find Twitter quite annoying. But I like Periscope. Okay. So here's the other thing that you can do. You need buyers. You have properties in this area. So I did a search for this address right here. And I said, show me all the rental properties. And I just zoom in, zoom out. See all these rental properties right here. These are what? Who's advertising these rental properties? Landlords, right? Landlords are advertising these properties and property management companies. And guess what? If they already own a property here, do you think they might have some interest in maybe buying another property there? So you just start going through these one by one. You contact these folks. Now some of these are um Investors or property managers or realtors doesn't matter. Call them all. Say hey, Daniel, I see you own this property at Edgewood or your client does. Do you, I have another property? I have a contract on a property in the area. Um, I've decided I'm not going to buy it. I want to sell the contract. Uh, do you have any interest in it? Um, or you know do you have a client that might be interested in it, right? And you can pay this if, if it's an agent, uh, you can pay them a commission. Say, listen, I'm trying to sell this thing for fifteen. I'm trying to sell the contract for five grand. I have it under contract for fifteen thousand. Um, so if you you know, just mark on your commission whatever you want, okay? Do you have any clients that might have an interest in buying this property that I have or buying this contract? Does that make sense? Um, so just go through all of these guys and call them. You can even go into county records and find out who owns this property and send them a letter. Have your VA go through each of these addresses, pull up who the owner on record is, and send them a letter. Call them up. Okay? The cool thing is once you get these properties under contract, now I, and I'm going a different rabbit trail right now, but it's important to understand because the real estate commissions have really been cracking down on wholesalers who are brokering, right? And uh, I don't want to get into the argument of I'm a principal. I have equitable interest. There's not illegal to sign contracts. It doesn't matter what you think. The real estate commissions out there hate wholesalers. Don't you know it's illegal, immoral, and fattening to make profits in wholesale deals? So It doesn't matter what you think the law says or doesn't say. If they're going to go after you because you're brokering deals without a license, they're going to go after you. So I've talked about this before in other podcasts. Whenever you're wholesaling, you always need to have the intent to buy the house and the capability to buy the house, okay? And if you decide you don't wanna buy the house, you can sell your contract. You cannot sell the property. You can't advertise and market the home. So then you just advertise the contract um, or you go ahead and just double close. You buy the property and then you turn around and sell it. That's the right way to do wholesaling, okay? So anyway, um, back to finding these buyers. uh, Find people who are advertising houses for rent. And so it's important to have, I remember what I was going to say. It's important to have buyers in your database. Why is this important? Because a lot of these wholesalers that are getting in trouble with the real estate commissions are getting in trouble because they're advertising the houses on Craigslist. And some realtor has their panties in a wad and they're gonna call the commission and complain to, about your property that you're advertising in Craigslist, right? So, what do you do? Stop advertising your houses on Craigslist, number one. Okay? If you've got a good list of buyers, start advertising the contracts to these properties to your buyers. Text them, call them, email them, okay? You only need a handful of buyers, you only need three or four buyers that will buy all of your deals. And by the way, you should always be marketing for buyers. Always. Never stop marketing for buyers. If you've got good buyers and you know what they want and they have the money, then then uh, it, becomes, it becomes so much easier. All right? So here's a bunch of buyers right here, the landlords. They may not be interested in that house, but then tell them, well, what are you interested? What in? If I were to bring you a deal, what would make you drop everything you're doing and bring over a check to buy this property? What would it be? And they'll tell you, well, it's got to be three bedrooms. It needs to have a garage. Um, it needs to rent for at least $800. It, I don't want any more work than maybe five dollars or $10,000. Um, it's got to be all brick. It's got to be in this zip code. All right? So you're not you're trying to sell your contract, but and you're also trying to find out, add them to your buyer's list to see what else they would be interested in. This is a great way to start building your buyer's list. So number one, find out who the re- nearby investors are that are buying properties. Okay. Number two, find the landlords who are currently advertising houses for rent and contact them. And number three, do you want to see something really killer? Go into the MLS and find out who were the ones that recently bought properties in the MLS. So I'm going to just show you real quick. Um, In my MLS, this is Maris. You may have something similar or different. I don't know. But I did a search within one mile of this address, all the solds in the last year. That was my only search criteria. 63 matches. Okay? Go to results, guess what? Boom, here are 63 properties that sold on the MLS in the last 12 months within a mile radius of that, okay? Well, so what? What are you saying? Start going through these one by one and start contacting the agents, okay? This is why it's so important to have a license. So here is the listing agent. That, guess what? That listing agent might have some other investors who are interested in buying this property. But more importantly, here are the buyer's agent, the selling agent. That's who the, represented the buyer. All right. Here's Fred Kratke. I don't know him. Looks like a nice guy. Guess what? He's got, oh, looks like he helps investors, Missouri house sales. And he's he has buyers that are buying these properties for, listings sold for three grand. I wonder what his commission on that was. Uh, tells you right here, 450 bucks. Wow. So do you think you know you would be interested if you paid him a thousand bucks? Say, listen, call this guy up, Fred. How you doing? My name's Joe. I got a I got a contract on a property uh, in your neck of the woods, real close. I, I see you sold your a uh, house on Kennerly Avenue to a client just recently um, for three grand. Is your client looking for more deals? Well, listen, I got this contract. Um, I got it under contract for 10 i am selling my contract for $3,000. So um, I need to sell this. I need to get at least thirteen dollars on this deal. And whatever you want on top of that, you can keep as your commission. Boom. All right. Now, not all of them are going to say yes. You know, if you're a nice guy and, and don't come off as a jerk, he might even give you the name and phone number of his buyer. Now, you can go in and see the county records. If I go in here and, The county records on this property. I can see who the investor was, Uh, Oduoli. They live in Lake St. Louis, which is about a suburb, 45 minutes away, right? So I can send them a letter, maybe do a little internet sleuthing and get the phone number of whoever this is and call them up. But how cool would it be if you get this agent, Mr. Fred, to give you their info, right? Then you go to the next one. Let me go uh, next, right here. This house looks exactly like the one that I'm doing, okay? Sold for eight grand, it was on the market for 44 days. I can go in and see who the buyer was. Lewis. I don't know where that is, okay? Call this the agent up, I scroll down here. Fabian, right on, brother. Fabian, you know, investments, realty. This guy works with real, he works with investors. Okay. Call him up. Hey, I got a property real close to the one you sold recently. Do you have any clients that might be interested in it? I need to sell this contract for five grand. You can add whatever you want as a commission on top of that. Bam. Isn't that awesome, guys? Okay. That is how you find buyers. Number one, you find recent investors in the area that bought properties, and you send them a handwritten yellow letter that expresses your desperate urgency in selling it. You crumple it up, you fold it, and mail it to them. Number two, you go to Zillow, look up all the rentals that are currently actively listed for rent, and you call them. And you want another cool idea? Go to gosection8.com, do a search for that zip code and all the other zip codes around it, and do a search for all of the section eight rentals in 63121. There are, uh, how many here? I just saw it, 14, 14 listings. You click on these one at a time, and you get phone numbers. Most of these phone numbers are landlords, okay? Call these guys up. Brandy, hey, I see you got this section eight house. You looking for another smoking hot deal? Call them up okay I'm telling you guys you're sitting thank God for the internet you could do this from anywhere in the world right you could do this from anywhere in the world there's no excuse why you can't wholesale and flip contracts okay all right now there was one other thing I wanted to tell you and I forget what it was oh yeah one cool tip redfin if redfin is available in your market you got to get it Zillow, like half of the time, might give you sold comps. The weird thing with Zillow, like if I go here and I say recently solds and I say in the last six months, sometimes it gives you a lot of NAs or not applicable or whatnot. So I get, you get all these nulls. And I think Zillow has some issue with realtors or realtors have some issue with Zillow. And it's hard for Zillow to get this sold data. But there's also a ton of these properties here that say they sold for like $3.6 million. Probably what happened is somebody owned a bunch of them and he sold all of them for $3.6 million. But Zillow doesn't really make it user friendly to get this. Yeah, here are all the $3.6 million homes that sold. So something, probably one investor had all of them they sold them all for $3.6 million. But I like Redfin. If you want to get good active comps, active and sold comps, check out Redfin. This is so cool because here I did a search in this area, I zoomed out, and I under filters I said, alright, show me all the homes between 750 and 1250 that are two bedrooms that have sold in the last six months. You click update search, and it gives you all these homes right here, and you can sort this by price, alright, and the cool thing is if you scroll to the bottom of this list, you click download all, and you can get them in a spreadsheet like this, and uh, it's totally cool. So these are prior sales, this is the sale price. If you go down to the bottom, what I did a quick calculation for the median, okay? And then the average of those sold. And so here you go, 10, ten grand is the median price. So you can do a lot of cool things with this. With Z- Redfin, you can also um, do the price per square foot that it's sold for, right? So I'm gonna insert a column here, make it yellow, okay? And I'm gonna make it dollars. I'm going to say, give me the average price per square foot. So let's do equals, do the last sold price. Right there. Oops. This divided by, uh, what's going on? My thing doesn't work here. Divided by square footage. Ah. All right, hold on a second. Equals, equals last sale price divided by, Square footage, there we go. So, (laughs) Wow, 320, all right. So uh, not a lot of money per square foot, right? That's why these are such good uh, cash flow. Wow. All right, so you got some weird numbers in here. Uh, So then what you do is you can do, again, do a median equals median. Price per square foot, so median price per square foot of the solds is twelve twenty-eight, and you can also do, what's cool with, with, with these spreadsheets, you get this stuff into spreadsheets, and you can find out what the uh, median sold price is and what the median, with uh, the median sale price is. So I did this here earlier. The median sale price of active listings is 20 grand. Uh, but guess what? The median sale price of solds is 10 grand. So when you're meeting with a seller, you can show them these numbers right from Redfin. And uh, even if you had access to the MLS, this stuff is easier to work with than it is from the MLS data. And you can show them, listen, I can understand that these active properties are listed here. Their median sale price is 20 grand, but the median sold price is half of that. So why would I want to pay you 15 grand for your house when I can buy 20 houses in the same area? For less than that, or whatever the numbers are, right? So, Redfin is another tip of the day. I hope you uh, appreciated that, guys, and I hope the audio here is good. Um, and happy investing! All right, go to realestateinvestingmastery.com to get more episodes and, tr- and uh, previous stuff that we've done. Listen, if you want to be, if you want to work with me, if you're interested in um, working with me one-on-one, being one of my coaching clients, I'd love to talk with you and let's do some deals together, right? If you want some more information on how to work with me, just do me a favor, go to joemccall.com slash coaching, joemccall.com slash coaching, it'll take you to a page uh, that I built, by the way, by myself on a really cool tool that I'm gonna be talking about later, ClickFunnels. Uh, ClickFunnels is an amazing tool, you gotta check it out. Um, so, but anyway, if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, I usually at one time, I only have one or two spots available. See a little video I did here. Um, Check this out. got a lot of testimonials. I've got like 100 more testimonials that I need to put in here. I haven't updated this in about a year. Uh, But fill out your information in here. Either myself or my business partner, Eddie, will get a hold of you and talk with you. And let's start doing some deals together, man. Cool? All right, take care.